<laughs> it's time now for Who's Your Single? Designed to help you find the keys to unlock a successful day at the races. And now, here's your host and the leader of FBG Nation, Dan Cronin, and he's joined by CC Broadus. Hello, everyone. Happy Pegasus World Cup Day. I'm CC Broadus, joined by the fearless leader of FBG Racing. That's none other than Dan Cronin. Welcome aboard, Dan. How you doing, CC? You ready for the big weekend? Not yet, but uh, this is the first step in, in a handful to uh, get me ready for Saturday. So, uh, Dan, uh, before we get started, we want to remind everybody to, like we're always going to do from now on, we're going to ask you to like, subscribe, pound that follow button, leave a good comment, leave a nice comment. Remember, I've got thin skin, so just say something nice like your mama taught you to do and and just uh, go on and, and, and listen to us and, and take notes and, and have a good time. But uh, we're available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere where you can listen to a podcast. We should be there. So uh, we invite you to uh, to join us on our quest to pick more winners. So let's get into the action. Uh, Dan, congratulations, first of all. I think you went three out of four at Fairgrounds. We missed our horse at Gulfstream. Of course, I contributed nothing with my horse at Santa Anita. But uh, amongst uh, uh, those three winners at Fairgrounds was a six-to-one shot. Yeah, that was nice to have, and that's uh, all due to our research and our our connections in the Brad Cox barn. So when he runs a baby, we're we're usually prepared. All right, so we're going to start. It's the big day at uh, Gulfstream, as I alluded to, Pegasus Pegasus World Cup Saturday, and a fantastic day of racing. Uh, looking forward to this. It's going to uh, really going to have to start doing your homework right away. Uh, we're going to try to to help you with that uh dan you've got a horse earlier on the card uh we're not going to give that one away on the podcast but dan uh tell us uh tell us more about how a a customer can uh, access your selections at fatball guy racing absolutely fatballguyracing.com or fbgmobile.com it's 39 dollars for friday saturday sunday Everything we do, every track, every card, everything. Or if you just want Saturday, it's going to be twenty bucks, nineteen ninety-five. Um, you can pay by credit card right there on the site. If you don't want to do that, you're more than welcome to email me, text me, and Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, anything you want. It's twenty bucks, and you can get every single track we do. And if I count it right, we got six, seven, six or seven, depending on if they all run tracks on saturday so we got a ton of information and like i said we're not going to give out a a horse that you really like earlier on the car but we do have two races that we want to cover and we'll start with race number six this is the la Proviante at gulfstream it's 12 furlongs on the grass for phillies and mares and uh, tell us some more about your single in race number six dan Sure. First of all, I think the early pick five, uh, everybody might pay 200,000. That's how tough that early pick five is. So our single that we're not going to give out is because of that and because the horse is six to one. So that gives you a little teaser, uh, if you want to buy the sheet and go along with our single. 
Now this horse is not six to one. Uh, she's eight to five. I knew she'd be a, a big favorite, but if you go back and watch these two replays, and that's the only bad part about podcasts, we can't show the replay to you. But if you click on those replays on DRF or, or wherever you get them, she was absolutely awesome at Keeneland. Then they put her in the Tapita race, just absolutely annihilated them. I think this mare just wants a mile and a half. I mean, she wants to run all day long. You get Johnny V, and when you go up and down this this chart, the only horse with any chance is our Cali Kim who should nowhere be nine to five. She should be about four to one. Um, there's no way she's a click off the other one. She's not that close on speed figures or class. She does love the distance and she's turned into a different horse since Brendan Walsh got her, but she's never faced anything like this monster of grand motions. And I, I just think she's going to sit mid pack. She's going to just decimate this group on the turn. And when they turn for home, she'll run away and, and not only do I think she's a cinch, I think she's going to win by somewhere between four and six lengths. I, I don't even think it'll be close. I think she's the best bet of the day, the most likely winner of the day, and the single in the middle pick five, middle pick four. I mean, she's she's going to be every – my whole day will be her. If she wins, I'm going to go – I'm going to have every bet imaginable around her. All right. You heard that. So uh, exciting already. Race six of a 13-race card, and that's a stakes race. And we're going to move on to race number 10 now. And this is the second leg of the late pick five, the first leg of the late pick four. This is the Pegasus World Cup Philly and Mare Turf Invitational. That's a mouthful. Half a million dollars on the line. Mile 16, Phillies and Mares. And, Dan, you've got a single in here as well. And again, I'm, I'm mystified by the morning line again. I mean, the morning line, I know they're tough. It's, they're really tough to make on big days, but, uh, man, I, I, I was shocked when I saw this morning line, but I, I love Star of Fortress. I love her because of the story that we know about her behind the scenes when the barn was ready to strangle the vet, uh, there in Kentucky for scratching her out of the grade one for what the barn says. Absolutely no reason. And, so they were stuck. They had nowhere to run her. They, they, they finally decided to run her in the Cardinal, which was a grade three, which at, at first they did not want to run her in. They wanted to stick her in grade ones because that's what they think of her. And of course she just absolutely annihilated a good group of Phillies and mares. I mean, I mean, lovely princess was 12 lengths behind her. Lovely princess is a very solid stakes horse. So to decimate a group like that, then they laid up, come for this one. The distance is absolutely no problem. It might even be too short for her. But her turn of foot is so electric. Saez takes the mound again. Cherie DeVoe, you know, John Gunther. I mean, this is this mare could be anything. I mean, she could be the star of the entire division this year. And we'll find out if that's accurate because this field is solid. Fluffy Sox is good. Queen Goddess is good. Didia is really good. I was shocked by six to one. I, I expected Didia to be three to one. So I, I was really shocked by that line. And then Mission of Joy for Grand, Mar- Grand Motion. I thought that Philly would be somewhere in the five to six to one area. You know, got beat a length in the, in the QE two. I mean, my Lord, 
Uh, and that, that Philly that beat her came out and got beat on the last stride in the Breeders' Cup. So, you know, Mission of Joy is a nice Philly too. So this, this is not a gimme like I think the other one is. You know, I really like her, but I don't think she's a stone cold wrap your whole day around her. But I do think of the races in the late pick five on the card, I think she's the single in the late pick five. All right. And then there's right after that, there's three more races, including the Pegasus World Cup. Not necessarily top to bottom, the, the, the race of the year, but it's still a great betting race. Who do you like in the World Cup there, CC? Uh, I'm leaning toward first mission for Cox and Godolphin. I think his horses are sitting on a forward move, but, uh, he's, I'm a sheets player somewhat in these grade one races. Yeah. And he's not as fast as some of these, which bothers me a little bit, but I think he's, you know, he's still lightly raced. He's only raced five times. So I think there could be a forward move. And I've, I've heard that he's training sensationally. And, uh, I think some of these horses, uh, may regress a little bit. Uh, horses like, you know, Hoist the Gold, uh, O'Connor. I think they may, they may st- take a step back. National Treasure, I'm, I've never was crazy about him. So, I, yeah, I'm leaning toward first mission, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's all I'll say. But, uh, I, like, like you said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bank my whole day around this horse. Yeah, I think this race is one where I'm not going to give you who I like on here, but it ain't one of the two favorites. And I think it has a potential to be a head scratcher because there's a lot of speed in here. The the the, the actual speed horse that's going to be two in front, I don't know if he can get the distance. And like you said, once I saw the rag sheets, I said, well, wait a minute. First mission is not that fast. So... I don't know. I, I, I just think this could be one of those where in the late pick five, I'm playing it to have several horses alive, and I think you better not single the two favorites. You, you, you better take a few prices in there because there are a few horses that are pretty fast on, on the rag sheets that, you know, Senor Buscador, for example, he's, ju- he's right with every favorite on, on figures. But he's going to get compromised coming from way, way back. So I don't know. If they all go bunch up the head of the lane, maybe that one can come running. I just want to have four or five of them alive because I don't think those other races are that hard. So I'm going to try to pound those other races. And if I get to the Pegasus, I'll have four or five of them alive, and I'll, I'll be happy in the late pick five. Okay. That's a, that's a great card on on Pegasus World Cup Day, we're going to go now to the fairgrounds in New Orleans, Louisiana, and we're going to talk about race number six, and this is a maiden special weight, Phillies and Mares, three and up, six furlongs, and looks like we've got a field of eight, and Dan, we'll throw it back to you. Who do you like in race number six? I absolutely love Roxy's ball in here for Steve Asmussen, the six. When I went and saw this video, and anybody can watch it on that Kentucky racing uh, site, the, the Horseman's site, they got all these works on there. Bruno does a great job of getting them all up there, him and his staff, to, so we can all watch these videos. And, and Roxy's ball, I mean, she just looks classy to me when she's working. She strides out, ears pricked, 
never gives a, a, a deep breath when she's working. And then you look up and she's in a minute flat or 58 flat and she hasn't even tried. So th- the only question I got on her is obviously the layoff, but it's first time Asmussen. It's a perfect post. There's not a lot in here. They bettered a two to one when she was with Keith DeSormo. So, you know, she must have been showing something to be two to one in the Keith DeSormo barn because that just doesn't happen. They paid 650000 for her. They've stuck with her. You know, this is a long time to wait for her to get to the races. And she's got six works under her. I think she's going to go right to the front as soon as the gate opens and Morales will be gone. I'm praying we get seven to two. I think more likely we're going to be two to one, but uh, I, I think Roxy's ball is your single there. And if she stays above two to one, I'll be more than happy to to not only make the pick five with her in single, but bet on her too. I think you might get a decent price. I, the the five, not today, GG four to one morning line. I think she'll probably take a little bit of money off that second place finish in her second start. Earned a pretty respectable buyer. Yeah, so I agree. I, yeah, I think she might take some money. So you might get a fair price on your filly. So let's uh, wrap up fairgrounds. Now we're going to go to Turfway, and we'll have something to do Saturday evening as uh, Turfway has a nice card, as always. And we're going to go to race number six. Again, mile and the 16th for Maiden Special Weights, four and up. Uh, let's see what we're looking at here. We've got a field of 10. These races are always competitive. Looks like uh, you have landed toward the inside. Who's your horse here? Who's your single, Dan? The two bless America for Ian Hardy and the Twitter sensation Tyler Connor. If you look, <laughs> all you got to do is look to who beat him. And if that doesn't perk your eyes, you're not following Turfway because Suncroft was the single most impressive horse to run at Turfway the entire month of December. That was a first time starter of Brad Cox that just won like a thief in the night, man, just blitzed these horses. And the reason I like Bless America, obviously she ran right behind her, is she kept trying her. It wasn't like she just sat back and plotted home. If you watch that replay, she was fifth, she moved up to second, and she was trying to get to Suncross. She was really trying, which to me is a quality first-time starter. And then she could have just faded out of it, but then she fought back to be second. So she kept trying. They went blazing fast, 45 and change, 109 and change, 116 and change. She's bred out of into mischief. That's screaming distance anyway. So now she gets the two-hole, or he gets the two-hole, sits on that inside, may break in front, and if he breaks in front, the race is over. I, I don't, I'm not so sure he will break in front because Connor doesn't send, but as long as he gets in that, that two, three, four area to where he can just stalk and when he asks to pounce and go, I think Bless America at three to one is a, is a hell of a value because when I go up and down this chart, I see a bunch of horses that don't want to win. And, you know, maybe, maybe the nine for Keneally, my boy Tony, um, this is a, a little drop in class for him. Did run pretty well and run a big number at uh, Keeneland, but been off since July. 
Chiswick at strong is James Baker, who I never bet on a winner for James Baker. So I, I got to pitch that horse. So it just, I kept coming back to this horse going, this is the perfect scenario too. It's the first race of the pick five. I love singling in the first leg because if you get knocked out, you can always go back and bet the pick four. And it gives you so much budget to spread in those other races when you're pl- trying to be within a budget. You got Bless America, you single. Hey, if he gets beat, he gets beat. Then you can bet the pick four or just go to dinner. But this is this is my single here and my play of the entire night at Turfway. I would love to sign up for three to one right now. All right. That sounds good. That's a uh, that race. If you can't get this horse home, it is wide open. I think anything could win. So that's a that's a good uh, horse to plant your flag with for sure. So that wraps up our is it a quartet? Quartet's four, right? Quintet's five. It's a quartet of races that uh, Dan has provided singles with. Uh want to remind you that Dan's got two horses that he really, really likes, one on Gulfstream, one on Fairgrounds card. And if we're not going to give those out, you have to buy uh, buy Dan's sheet, uh, and you can find those at uh, fatballguyracing.com. And uh, uh, the other site, uh, FBG Mobile, is that right? Yes. I said that right. F- yeah. Yes, F- FBGmobile.com, either one of them. Okay. And uh, once again, I want to remind everybody, to uh, like, follow, subscribe, uh, and leave a good comment. Uh, also, want to invite you to listen to our other podcasts, uh, Auxiliary Gate Podcast. Going to try to record one tomorrow evening. We've got a very, very special guest, uh, one that we're looking forward to uh, to talking to. And of course, the Beard Course. Uh, I think he's taking a week off, but we'll be back hopefully uh, next week. Got a got a a big day of uh, uh, Triple Crown preps next saturday so that should be fun uh but uh that's all for now uh, danny any more parting words before we uh cut this thing off for the for the week i think it's an incredible card saturday at Gulfstream. it's rare these days that we get a card that involves dirt racing that that could actually pay gigantic pick fives and this is the day to tr- this is the day to try to fire at them there's no question you know, we get it on tapete all the time, but, but on dirt tracks would have mixed in, uh, some turf racing. Usually you're staring at two to five shots all day long. Not, not Saturday at the golf stream. It, if you're not playing Saturday at the golf stream, then you're, uh, to me, you're not a horse player because you should be firing at that card. All right. Sounds good. I, I think I'm going to join you in firing away. At that big uh, Gulf Stream, uh, that juicy 13 race card. So uh, we'll wrap it up here. On behalf of Dan Cronin, the fearless leader of FBG Nation, I'm CC Broadus, reminding you that when you play the races, make great decisions, play smart, and dominate your day. Good night, everybody. <laughs>